Hello, Rare Friends. Thanks for tuning in. Normally, every other Tuesday, I release an episode, but today I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to introduce you to two of my favorite, favorite friends and advocates. Two people who were there for me in those dark days in the beginning, and they hadn't even met me yet. Their podcast was something that gave me hope and made me smile and made me laugh and made me cry, and I just adore them so much. Sean and Kyle of The Two Disabled Dudes have the best podcast ever, so please make sure to go follow and subscribe to it or find it at twodisableddudes.com. Today I plucked one of my favorite episodes that they did recently, and I really hope you enjoy it. Welcome to The Two Disabled Dudes Podcast. We believe life is about how we react. Welcome back to the Two Disabled Dudes podcast. Sean, I have to admit that lately I've been feeling the COVID despair a little more. Again? Just because of all the news reports of like, uh, you know, the cases are going up and Mm. stuff in... you know, I think that's weighing on me lately. Mm. Um, I just, I don't know. I that I just gotta get that off my that's, chest. I that's guess how I you want to start the episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I am sorry that you're feeling that despair. Yeah, but I can relate. Things are, at least I've had the experience lately. Things are starting to get canceled again. I or know. Yeah, pushed back or whatever. And then. Also, we have a really awesome topic today, I think. And for me, it was a little bit heavy just because it was really self-examination. A little bit. <laughs> I I wish I'd started with something other than, oh, oh COVID. But we started this little <laughs> top picks for season six. So yep. uh, top listen... While you're working out, whether that be on your rower or on your bike or at the gym. So what is yeah. your your top or go-to music or whatever it may be? When I was training for Race Cross America, mm. I would ride my stationary trainer inside for half an hour every day. And then I would ride out, outdoors for an hour every day just to be consistent, right? Like nothing huge. Um, and when I was riding my indoor trainer, I would listen to some 41 wow. half hour of power wow. because it was like the exact right timing for my indoor workout. It was like, it's like 32 minutes hmm. and, um, I would listen to it like every single day. So is it yeah. a, uh, Full 32 minutes, or is it like three-minute tracks? Or is it nonstop it, for 30 minutes? Oh, no, you know, it's like there's a bunch of different tracks, like three-minute tracks, okay. but the whole album. Because, huh. see, this is back when, like, albums used to be a thing. I don't really think that's a thing anymore, you know? It's you all, like, single songs and okay. stuff. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I <laughs> I don't think I listened to it, like, on an actual CD. <laughs> But but I listened to the whole album. But you tell be honest, you had a disc band at one point in life, didn't you? 
Oh my gosh, oh, yeah. yeah. I had a disc man <laughs> with like 35 seconds skip. Nice. Yeah, yep. it was <laughs> How about a Walkman? Did you have a Walkman? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Right. My right. first album actually was Weezer and it was oh, on wow. a tape. No, no, no. It was um Green Day and it was on a tape. Yeah. Well, since we're going back that far, your first album, I remember my very first um purchase on my own it was a single um what do you call yeah a single like a cassette player but it just had one song right um labouche be my lover (laughs) (laughs) thank you for admitting that That i think i was maybe 15 or something (laughs) anyway it just had an awesome little uh jam it's just you know techno sort of uh club music and and it was it was it was my song <laughs> awesome wow and uh, and the, is that your top workout no no I oh, okay. i'm surprised i even remembered the name of the song <laughs> i i've never forgotten labouche the artist um but there Anyway, my my go-to now, of course, every now and then it'll be a podcast or a book if I'm uh, focused on right. a book. Right. Um, but if I just want to sort of numb out and just get some uh, inspiring music or motivating music, my go-tos are a film score or the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. No, no lyrics, just a soundtrack to high energy triumphant type scenes so think you know uh marvel or batman like when they win or um, one of my favorite film scores is actually shoot i forget the name of the movie but um maybe it was called 9-11 it was it was a film after and and centered around that um incident or attack yeah and nicholas cage was in it he was a fireman. Okay. I forget the name, but that that film score is good. So when you're listening to the film scores, are you like remembering what was going on in the movie at the time? Not really. Of the- no, most of the scores, um, I've never seen the movie, mm-hmm. or I just don't remember the movie. It's right. it's the the feeling of triumph and and the idea that you know I can do whatever I want you know sky's the limit so it's that um, that hair raising kind of um, yeah uh, push I guess yeah and I feel like those uh, composers or songs or I don't know what you call them I feel like that music really builds Mm -hmm. and that's what you're doing when you're working out you know you're building towards something right like you're working out so you can be able to do something else like the purpose is not to row a fake boat (laughs) (laughs) forever Uh, you know that's so so there it is i gotta say kyle we got i think a really good one here and it is going to be kind of heavy, but incredibly personal, which is why it's probably, in my opinion, going to be a good one. As our listeners know, 
I read a column right on Friedrichs of Taxi News, part of the Bio News family. And my column comes out typically every other week or twice a month. And every now and then, I'll read some other columns or I'll, you know, I'll sit down and not really have a topic in mind. And so I'll, I'll just start flipping through the internets or reading some other posts by fellow FAers to find some inspiration. And I did this a few weeks ago. And one of uh, a fellow columnist is Kendall Harvey. And yeah, I'm pretty sure I've never met her. I don't, I don't think I've ever had the pleasure of meeting her, but I've obviously followed a little bit of her writing and I've read several of her columns and I've even linked her in mind. Today, I wanted to start this conversation by throwing out a thank you and a shout out to Kendall Harvey because she published a column on July 15th. We'll be sure to link it in our show notes. Her column was titled, A Letter to My Newly Diagnosed Self. Kendall was diagnosed in 2013, and of course today is 2021, so she wrote a letter going back eight years to that moment and that season and just helping her younger Kendall walk through some of the things that that she's about to walk through. And I've done this sort of exercise before, you know, way back when, when I, uh, when my marriage came to an end, when I started wrestling out loud with my sexuality, but all kinds of dramatic changes in my life. So I've, I've done similar exercises, but I've never done a letter or written a letter specifically addressing diagnosis or FA. So I, Kendall, I think just inspired a great idea and I'm really thankful that she published that. So do you, have you met her? Do you know her? Yeah, she is just the best. Her full family is really incredible. Her husband has Did you say full family as opposed to her half family? No, no, whole oh, whole family, whole like her mom family. and her dad and her kids oh, and just <laughs> everyone. Her husband, he's got a really cool name and he is awesome. And so, yeah, it's what's his they're name? the best. His name is Kyle. Oh, God. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> uh, oh, okay. I enjoy her columns and following her in that way. And yeah, um, she inspired today's topic, which is a letter. Kyle and I wrote letters to our newly diagnosed selves, and we have not read these letters or shared them with each other. Yeah, and who, Sean, who goes first? I I really don't want to go first. Yeah. I'm going to hear you. Know, we did not talk about a plan, which is how we ended up talking about LaBouche. Um, <laughs> but, but you know what, Kyle? I am... I am okay with going first, so let me pull up that letter. Okay, and and before I begin, I, this is the part where I think it'd be really cool if some soft film score kind of music came in and, you know, we entertained our <laughs> listener as we read our letters. Maybe we can see what we can do. Maybe we'll come up with something in post. There we go. Dear... Newly diagnosed Sean, so 2007. It's hard to believe, isn't it? I mean, 
Besides feeling tired all the time and a little clumsy, it doesn't seem that you have the disease described by the doctor. Thankfully, this might possibly be the best scenario for you. Your perspective and your attitude toward this devastating news is ripe with optimism since it's hard to see the full impact of Friedrich's ataxia. It may feel out of reach and out of sight, but your diagnosis is real and true. Although it will stave off for a while longer, you will begin to see the impact of this disease and, fair warning, many things will sneak up on you. I'm sorry you are living with this and will have to navigate many challenges and nuances that come with rare disease and disability. Your life will change. Many things you can do today will be hard for you to do or become obsolete altogether. However, this doesn't mean you can give up and it most certainly isn't to be used as an excuse for squeaking by. Your life will be different than you've always imagined but you still have so much life to live and so much life to give to those around you. Don't be discouraged by the constant feeling of exhaustion. Don't fret over the spilled drinks or the things you knock over and break. When you stumble and hurt yourself or even break bones, remember that you're still alive and there's work to be done. Don't worry about posture, disturbed gait, staggered movement, or sloppy and painful handwriting. When people stare or accuse you of being drunk, or cause you to feel less than or out of place, give them something to talk about for days to come. You'll be more famous than you ever imagined. Don't let your mumbled or slurred speech keep you from using your voice to influence the people around you. Don't overthink the hospital visits, blood draws, poking and prodding, or the pegboard. Those things are annoying, especially the pegboard, but all of it will inform research that has the potential to improve your life and generations after you. And all the other Nuisances? Well, they will simply offer you opportunities to see what you're made of and create an identity that is unmistakably strong and unwavering. After all, in most cases, your frustration and embarrassment will arise because of how you compare yourself to others. Your energy will be better spent elsewhere. Trust me, you're unlike anybody else. Your grit will grow and tenacity will be your greatest asset. You may not be as smart or as creative or as talented or as fast or as skilled or as stable or as strong as others, but you will never give up and you will never settle. Those are the qualities that you will learn to nurture and share. 
These are the qualities that others will admire. You're surrounded by good people and always will be. Your circles of influence will change and grow over time, but you will always be surrounded by people that love you, that want to support you, that want to help you, and most importantly, people that believe in you. It's okay to say no and put your health and safety first. It's okay to take naps. It's okay that you aren't a morning person. It's okay that others will think they're better than you because of these silly characteristics, but again, you have no reason to compare yourself. Be gracious with yourself. This disease and the journey that you are beginning will morph over the years, but it's the progression and the many changes that will help you understand the world around you a little better. What you've been told since childhood is true. You can do whatever you put your mind to. Your family will support you, and you can build the future you want. You are not limited. Your physical abilities will change, but the future is yours. Create what you want. And remember, there will always be a reason to get out of bed. Sincerely, 40-year-old virgin. I mean, 40-year-old Sean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How how do you feel having That's read that? A, um, it's, it's emotional. You know, one of the things that was challenging for me as I wrote this is staying focused on the disease, staying focused on that thing. Mm-hmm. As, yeah. as you and, and many of our listeners know, although FA is constant and, and daily, to me it's also not the biggest impact on my life. There have been other things that I would put above this one. And so, you know, staying focused on FA is one thing, but thinking about the other challenges I've walked through, that was that was hard. So when I read the letter in the background of my mind, I'm thinking about the other dramatic changes or hurdles that have that have unfolded in my life. And I think one of the things that gets me in in the heart the strongest is toward the end there. When I talk about uh you know my family supporting me and believing in me, of course I think about my dad. I can remember specific conversations, at least two, where he reminded me that I could do whatever I want. And not having him actively involved today, that's more heart-wrenching than, you know, falling and breaking my femur. You know, or uh, anything else related to FA. Absolutely. But overall, it's 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 freeing and healing in a way, and 
and I love this type of exercise as emotional as it is and as it kind of puts us in a place of, of I, I don't even know if I call it sadness, maybe it is, but this emotional moment. I feel like it's more vulnerability than sadness. You know? Oh, for sure. There's There's power in just sitting with it and realizing a, how hard things are, but B, how amazing life is and how bright the future can be despite those hard things. I'm, I'm a big fan of the, these types of exercises. I don't know that I could do it every week. Right. Um, <laughs> but I would encourage, I think everybody can and should. You know, what would you tell your... 16-year-old self or or your single self or your college mm-hmm. senior year self. You know, yeah. there's we can all write a letter to a younger version of ourselves or even an older version of ourselves and help um, pave the path that you envisioned or that you hope for. I love the fact that you say there's power in sitting with it i'm i'm not gonna pretend that i've gone through things that are as tough as what you've gone through um i also think that it's not an entirely productive thing to compare hardships. Mm. Um, But, you know, I think that in my life, I think all of us to a certain extent were trying to decrease the pain or uncomfortableness. You know, if the pain is emotional and, what you find though is when you sit with that pain and you you get to a point where you're like i don't think i can handle this anymore and then you Mm. get through it you know 10 minutes later two weeks later whatever it is and you're like wow i didn't die i'm still here (laughs) that was really really sucked but life is gonna move on and I just love that, you know, I I really believe that there's true power in that. Hmm. Your turn. Dear 17-year-old Kyle, I know you may have seen the prognosis online and there's no avoiding the truth. Friedrich's ataxia is going to ravage your body and mess with your mind. Your perception of yourself and how you think others see you is going to change. Within 10 years, you'll struggle with needing a wheelchair and all that comes with it. You will feel limited with your career choices because of what others might think your capabilities are. You will often wonder if you're holding your family or friends back 
because you are a liability or a drag on the adventure. You will question your ability to have a committed relationship because of your limitations. You will consider for a moment just writing out your time on earth because according to some people, there's nothing you can do about it. These are the things that will go through your mind. Do not ignore these thoughts, but you must find a way to move beyond them because life is not over. It will be different, no doubt, but perhaps even more exciting and fulfilling if you let it. I know you prefer to ignore the fact that your life is going to be much different than you would imagined it would be, but I encourage you to start checking this out so you can take it head on. Learn as much about it as you can because that knowledge will serve you down the road. Learn the science so you can work as hard as you can for a treatment and a cure but you must also be willing to give 100% to the day-to-day aspect of living with the FA. Embrace the relationships with the people you meet in the Friedrichs Ataxia community and the Redder Disability community. These will be the people that show you how to thrive with this disease. Observe the way they do things the way they carry themselves, the way they are treated by others, and the way they treat themselves. As you observe, implement the things that you like and ignore the things you don't. Trust yourself. You are capable of amazing things. You know this. Your mom tells you so. (laughs) But I'm sending you this letter to confirm the fact. You will learn to love yourself and appreciate the aspects that F.A. introduces to your life. You will learn to demonstrate strength to your friends and family. You will find a fulfilling career and loving personal relationships, but you will need to work for it. See you in a few years. Mm. Kyle. Man, Mm. I knew that wasn't going to be easy to get through, but uh, I'm glad I did. What's going through your head? I'm pretty um, amazed at how... Very similar our letters are. There are a few themes in there that stick out that are basically exactly the same. Like like when you said, you know, that your family told you you could do anything you want to do. That's basically what I was saying about my mom, you know, and and Uh, my my dad and my brother are no different than that. And the fact that Things are going to be different, yeah. but not necessarily terrible. <laughs> hmm. 
uh, is, I think, is a major theme that connects both of our letters as well. Uh, something that stuck out to me. Well, two things, really. Um, when you you wrote about uh, all the the hardships or the the s- symptoms, and you said, do not ignore these thoughts or the thoughts of wrestling with the wheelchair. I forget exactly what you're referring to, but you said, don't ignore these thoughts. And I loved how you encouraged younger Kyle to wrestle with them, you know, to, to not ignore them but to think about them and to work through the the hardships that come, you know, the emotional and mental hardships that come with those types of changes and challenges. Yeah, there was a conversation we had a couple episodes ago that we said, you know, it builds up over time. The little frustrations and all the little things build up over time. Well, that's the same with all this stuff, right? If you don't deal with it, it's going to come out in a a very unpleasant way. And yeah. so so just an encouragement cuz I certainly yeah, haven't been very good at that in my life and and recognizing now that it's an incredibly valuable thing. I also loved how you encourage yourself to check it out and take it head on. In other words, dig in and take control. Don't let it define you or dictate how you live your life. Um, at least that's how I interpret that. Yep. Yeah. I th- I feel like when we try to approach that, there's a tendency to ignore it and be like, no, I can handle this. Like, it's no big deal. And that does not address the issue at all. It's not mm-hmm. going to go away just because you don't address it. And I think that there's a lot of power, as you say, in taking it head on and and really digging in. Yeah, that's uh, that's good. Did you were you able to sit down and write that in one sitting or did you have to work? Uh, I wrote most of it in one sitting. Um, it was a long sitting as I, you know, I would write a few sentences and then think for a while. Yeah. That was my next question. Did you wrestle with the emotion even by yourself? Absolutely. Yeah. Big time. I mean, there was a small puddle of tears on my <laughs> kitchen table and, you know, I, I would write things Right, just like any any writing assignment, right? You, you write it and then erase it and be like, Start "That's over. not really what I think." <laughs> like I can use more accurate words or whatever. And mm. you know, I think that's the value of an exercise like this. Like you get yeah. to actually figure out what exactly you think because you have to. Yeah. It's black and white. You have to choose the exact words that yeah. fit what you're trying to say. Yeah, and even though we're recording it and putting it out there for the world, the word choice is so important. And right. not just for that, the, the you know, quote-unquote entertainment side of it, but for ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't get super granular, but I I wanted specifically to use the word nap. I hate naps. I don't take them. They throw me off my game. But a lot of us need them. 
And and even though you think a kid or a child, there there's nothing wrong if you need to take a nap. Right. And being right. a morning person, you know, a lot of people, oh, I was at the gym at 5 a.m. And they kind of, you know, they're very proud of that. I'm like, I I don't wake up till 10 on my day off. Like, I I don't even care to try to be a morning person. So I wanted to hit on a couple of those specifics. Yeah. And even though they seem petty, they're kind of a big deal. Yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate that you say, like, don't try to resist the nap, for example. But mm. obviously, I think that can apply to a lot of different things. Like, totally. We try to resist things that we need because we want to be able to fit in or or even fit into our own principles. I think... Mm principles sometimes can be a little bit tricky because you know when you state it even even just to yourself then you really have to stick to it like i am yeah. not a nap person i hate naps i'm never <laughs> gonna do naps and then you really need one now what right yeah so i think you make a good point there when you put it in writing or you say it out loud you're in a sense you're making it real so Going back to a few months ago where he said, you can't just ignore it. It's not going to go away just because you don't think about it. It's a whole nother world, I think, or a whole nother level of playing this game of life when you put words to it or thoughts to it. Yeah, I agree. So as you were writing this, did you think about the aspect of speaking it and recording it and sending it out to the universe because like you said before you know you alluded to the fact that like part of this yeah it's for for our listeners but a big part of it is for you like does does that change what you say when you think about those two aspects i would say yes um I, I certainly thought about it. Of course, writing it, knowing we're going to turn the mic on. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that my words would be any different if I were just writing this in my personal journal. You know? I, yeah. Uh, I don't... I can't say... Right, right. For a fact, they wouldn't be. But I, I feel pretty confident that... This is the authentic version, whether it's private or public. Yeah. yeah, I think I would agree with that for myself, too. I suppose I may have used a cuss word here and there <laughs> if it were 100% private. Yeah. But <laughs> what an exercise. It doesn't change life, so to speak. You know, I'm still going to want a nap later, and I'm still going to be tired, and... I'm still going to stumble and drop things. But I think doing something like this every now and then is ultimately encouraging. It, it reminds you of the way you believe in yourself, yep. which is probably more powerful than somebody else telling you. Yeah. You can do it, you know. Yep. And I also am curious what would my letter sound like if I had a wife and kids or if I had kids? What would my letter sound like at six years old or 10 years ago? 
Yeah. I was thinking, you know, what would this letter sound like last week for me? Like, I'm yeah. in a different mindset. <laughs> I really am in a different mindset this week. I mean, we all are, right? Like, yeah. emotions and things in your life just change. So maybe it's a good thing to do it occasionally, right? And just yeah. to cut, yep. use it as kind of a check-in with yourself. So with that, I want to encourage you, the listener, to think about this, whether it's writing a letter about your diagnosis or about your failed marriage or that, you know, that financial thing that went sour or whatever, like, like pick a, a milestone in your life and address that version of you and, in a sense, encourage yourself to keep moving forward and being the incredible human that you are, whatever the issue. Kyle, we should probably wrap it up. Like always, we want to do so with some notes of gratitude. Kyle and I believe that expressing gratitude helps keep our minds and our attitudes in a healthier place. So this episode, I'm actually going to say thank you to Kindle for writing the column, but also for being a part of the Frigix Hedtaxia News Columnist Division. I'm also saying thank you to Frigix Hedtaxia News and the overall bio news organization. They've helped create quite a community of all types of disease and disability walks of life and I'm honored to be able to write with them or for them and be connected to that community. Yeah, I think it's really powerful to have that column from Kendall or from Sean or Matt or whoever it is, and they provide that service. So, yes, I agree. Thank you. And going back to early, much earlier conversations, right, when we both talked about writing a thank you notes every week or writing a blog, and it's just hard. Well, now, with some accountability with a, uh, an organization like BioNews, I've only, I think I've only missed two out of three or four years. So, or two, I think three. So, if it wasn't for them, I, I wouldn't be writing. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm grateful that there's that extra layer of pressure or accountability, right. if you like right. a healthy pressure. Yep. Anyway. All right, my thank you note goes out to my friend Alex Fielding. Well, he's my friend. <laughs> he's, he's not your friend, uh, though. Let's, let's back up a little bit. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> my best friend, Alex Fielding. Who hates Sean? <laughs> Just kidding. Probably. No, I, I want to thank our friend, Alex Fielding. I know you've stayed at his house before. I stayed at his house mm. When I was in town a few weeks ago, um, I'm going to see him at another friend's wedding in a few weeks. And I just talked to him a little before this, and he's just a solid friend and takes care of – we take care of each other, I feel like. And I can always call him, and, and when we hang out, it's like no time has passed, right? Anyway. Um, yeah, he's a solid dude. Thank you for the friendship, Alex. Thank you, listeners, for tagging along and for playing this whole thing through. 
again, we want to encourage you to think about an exercise either in this manner or similarly and experience the, uh, I guess, raw emotion and vulnerability and, and the power, everything that comes with it. We're grateful that you listened today. Please check out the show notes. We'll link Kindle's column, so be sure to visit that. If you're loving the show, we hope that you keep reviewing us. Do it again if it's been a couple years. On iTunes, give us those stars and tell the world what you're loving. Share it with the others, please. We appreciate every share and every review. We look forward to chatting with you again soon. Until next time. Keep living with urgency. Thank you for listening to the Two Disabled Dudes podcast. This show is possible with your support. Visit twodisableddudes.com to donate. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app.